everybody. Well, the four palpitating pastors are here again, and hey, what do you know? The radio is working. Yes, yes. 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 Brother Steiger, Brother Ray. Thank no you, brother. Ray. I'm Brother Leroy, and Brother Pat. How do you do, friends? Got a word or two. Yes, for you, friends. He'd like to say. I'd like to say this to you, friends, and put this warning deep in your souls. Deep. The good book says that the TV set is my shepherd. Yes, mistress. My spiritual growth shall want. It maketh me to sit down and do nothing for his name's sake. <sighs> Because it requireth all my spare time. Oh, God, yes. It keepeth me from my duty as a Christian because it presenteth so many good shows that I must see. It restoreth my knowledge of the things of the world and keepeth me from the study of God's word. It leadeth me in the paths of failing to attend the evening worship services and doing nothing for the kingdom of God. Nobody's here tonight, brother. Yeah, yeah, though I live to be a hundred, I shall keep on viewing my TV as long as it will work. Yes? For it is my closest companion. Its sound and its pictures. They comfort me, friends. They do comfort me. Like a, yes. like yes. a second heart, Pastor. It presenteth entertainment before me and keepeth me from doing important things with my family. Yes. It fills my head with ideas which differ from those set forth in the Word of God. Surely, no good thing will come of my life. I surely. Because my TV offereth me no time to do the will of God. No, mistress. What Thus, time is it? I will dwell in the place of the devil and his angels forever. Our capital, which art in the west, amortized be thy investments. Thy profits come, thy interest rates rise in Wall Street as they do in Europe. Give us this day our daily turnover and extend to us our credits as we extend them to our debtors. Lead us not into bankruptcy, but deliver us from trade unions. For thine is half the world, the power and riches for the last 200 years. Mammon. Dear friends, the family is in the living room with the wife in the kitchen making spaghetti, husband's favorite dish. Husband knocks at door. Wife admits him in affectionately. Come in, honey. Goes okay. to kitchen. Husband stands about. Instead of going immediately to... His chair, dear friends, his chair, doesn't enter kitchen to see what's cooking. What's cooking? Finally asks if he may use the bathroom. May I use uh, his room? Reactions of the family are gradual and mixed. Wife tries to get husband to reveal in private whatever is bothering him. Let go my groin. None mother tends to think he is ill. Class is over, dear friends. Oh, I'm glad I'm a Presbyterian. All Presbyterians I know, friend, are pressed for time. Where can I get this suit pressed? It begins with splitting apart. 
the rush of darkness upward as the ridge pole snaps, the weight of my mountains on my back, the bone breaking, the roof broken in. It is the solstice, the shortest day, the rain increasing, stiff neck. What's important? The splitting apart. The fact that going anywhere does not further, that a change is coming out of this constant opposition, that the phones have been ringing all morning and the splitting apart reaches its end, spends itself. Within the dry fruit, the seed is splitting apart and a root twists down into the earth. It had been night. It had been dark night. Silver birds had flown through the night. Their wingtips had brushed me. Their wingtips had brushed my face. Now it was dawn. Now I knew it was dawn. It was dawn. It was dawning. It was getting darker. It was getting darker. It was getting darker where it was night. It was getting darker where it was night. I knew it was dawning. I was sitting on the diesel engine. My back was warm from the diesel engine. My back was warm from the locomotive. I was the keeper of the locomotive. It was dawn. It was dawning. I was yawning. It was an all-night job. It was an all-night job in the train yards. It was by the highway. It was over by the highway. It was over by the Highway 99. It was underneath the sign that said Highway 99. It was underneath the Highway 99 sign. The sun came up. The sun was coming up. It was getting higher in the sky. The sky was turning golden. It was the golden sky. It was the pearl sky. It was our father the sun. It was our father the sun. It was the golden sky. It was the pearl sky. Now those birds, they flew through the dawn. It was like fish leaping in the high country. It was like trout going about their business in the morning. It was like rainbow trout leaping in the morning. It was rainbow trout leaping through the dawn. It was the scales of our brother the fish. He came leaping through the dawn. He had come back to us safe. He had been away from us. He had come back to us. He had come back to us to make us happy. It was happy. It was like birds flying in the dawn. I was sitting on the locomotive. I had my feet in my boots hooked in the guardrail. I was a young man that morning. I have been a young man ever since. I was taking the locomotive to its shed. It had been night. It had been a short run. It had been a short run from Kalinga. It had been a short run from Chowchilla. It had been a short run from Tulare. It had been a short run from Dinuba. It was making me happy. I have been remembering it ever since. I have been trying to say it ever since. Now I have said it again. Now I am finished. Yes, I've just returned from Mars, back from the Lake of Stars. I've talked with Flash Gordon and Mr. Buck Rogers, too. Okay. The people are nice, but the nights are like ice. What in the world can a poor honky do? Better leave here on the run. Freezing out on Mars is no bundle of fun. I went down to the furnace room for to cop me a friend. There was writing on the wall, but the letters were too small. How can you send yourself a letter from Mars? Hurry down to the airport. Time out on Mars is getting frosty and short. 
I met this Martian chickie standing in the earthbound line. I cast her a glance, a taking a chance. She thought this earthy was as fine as wine. So I'm going back to Mars, bopping in the valley of stars. I'm living with Flash Gordon and Susie Sexbot, too. Now, I don't want to gloat. She bought me a coat. It's cold out there. What could this poor honky do? Doodly, 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 do. Today we turned back the clocks and the time was right again. The approaching sun or darkness of winter, the light on the paths like men who wear no shoes, swift and silent, keeping inside the time. Perspective. Self-talk. It approached the red planet on November the 12th. The pictures received showed quite clearly the surface of the planet obscured by an astronomical dust storm. A curious dust storm, obscuring the face of the planet. Meanwhile, on Earth, fires broke out, and on television, transmission was interrupted erratically on all nine channels. Later that night, Saturday night, the morning of the 13th, we saw pictures of Martians for the first time on Earth, their faces obscured by dust storms. Two Soviet spacecraft, undaunted by the publicity, shining smooth-skinned robots intent upon their course, also approached their goal. And in an unprecedented scientific gesture of goodwill, the hotline between the Red Nation and the Red, White, and Blue Nation was opened, not for messages of war, but for weather reports. Continued cold and dusty, except occasional hot spots. Hot spots, 53 degrees below zero. Circular spots, 200 miles wide. Underground volcanoes, obviously. They only look like mountains, round mountains, in the pictures we've received. The pictures a computer retouches in Pasadena. So the robots talk to the robots over the red hot line as we approach in the name of all mankind, the red planet, the home of the god of war. It's funny, you know, in Russian the word red means beautiful, and in Russian the word peace means the world. Beautiful peace means the red world. Perhaps this is significant to the machines. It means nothing to me. All I know is I'm waiting for the dust storms to subside. I'm waiting for the spaceships to land. And it's so lonely, so lonely here on Spaceship Earth. It's so lonely. It's so lonely here on Spaceship Mars. been listening to Dear Friends, written and performed by the Firesign Theater, produced by Bill McIntyre, engineered by Tiny and Anna Lee and Rick in Studio D here at KPFK. Additional material on tonight's show included selections somewhat altered from Our Lands and Cities and America's Opportunities by Dorothy Hall and The Phenomenon Comes Home by Claire Lemaire's A5. Good night, dear friends. Good night, dear friends. See you soon, Sheila. Good night, 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 Good night,